This is the Finding Strong Podcast. This show is dedicated to those who push their limits and try to find the strongest version of themselves each and every day. Each episode will touch on a variety of topics, including health, fitness, well-being, and athletics. We'll also do our best to showcase the story of athletes that are pushing their limits each day. We truly appreciate you taking the time to listen. So let's get into today's episode of the Finding Strong Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Finding Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Pat Gates, sitting here down with Mark Bottenhorn. Hello everyone. And Michael Benvenuto, back on the pod. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, good. Glad to have you back. Yeah, good to be back. Long uh, hiatus from the pod. Missed you guys. Yeah, no, yep. you've, been, you've, been, you've been globetrotting around, working, doing the, doing the thing, being a good husband. Yeah, I- I, I think I was, uh, yeah, I was traveling almost probably like 20 days of December. I was on the road. I was in Europe. I was in uh, Virginia. I was in, uh, where the heck else was I? Boston, Denver, Omaha, Nebraska. It was, it was outrageous. So much travel recently. Um, but all good, positive stuff for work and got to see my sister in Boston. My new little nephew, little Henry. Shout out to Henry up in uh. Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Oh, beautiful. And you're doing a little woodworking too, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, we just moved into the house uh, a couple months ago. And unfortunately, I'm one of those guys who knows how to do a lot of stuff. So, you know, anytime <laughs> Meredith says like, oh, we should get some shelves here. We should we should get this or that. I'm like, well, don't buy it. I'll build it. I could build it. Don't worry about oh, it. I'll oh, build it. Oh, boy. So I just create um, more and more projects for myself to work on. I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, Brittany, just buy it. <laughs> and uh, we'll do that. Um, cool. Well, happy so, 2020. Happy 2020. I'm glad everyone had a good holiday. I know it's been a minute since we got got on the pod, but you know, holidays and traveling and all that stuff kind of getting away. It's all right. Yeah, I want to give a quick a quick shout out to Mac Rush um, on his engagement. I, you know, uh, he was on the podcast here. I don't know if it was episode five or six. I'm not sure. But uh, he is a beautiful soul, and he just got engaged to the love of his life. So I think it's amazing. I want to give him a quick shout out because I know he listens. So <laughs> definitely Mac Attack. Congratulations! And, and he went from having like twenty five hundred followers on social media to like one hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> like whoa! Yeah, yeah. That's, That's what huge. happens when you get on a TV show. So I got to get on TV. <laughs> yeah, same dude. Same. So, Pat, I know that you were pretty fired up and you had some big goals, so I thought we'd take this episode to dis- to discuss uh, what we've got lined up for 2020 and our kind of plan of attack for it. Um, you know, all individuals have some common goals, have some different goals. So, Pat, why don't you lead us off because I know you've been pretty fired up. <laughs> yeah, I've been, uh, I've been thinking about it a lot more. I know, I know I've told this to you before, but uh, after I got this after I got this book, started reading this book, it's called, it's called uh, To Shake the Sleeping Self. And it's, uh, it's, this guy writes like his memoirs. He rides his bike from Oregon down to Patagonia. And uh, I know I've mentioned to you that I wanted to like ride my bike to Dallas and everything. Um, just like in brief conversation, but I'm putting it out into the universe. I'm doing the self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, I'm hitting five years for my uh, 
at, at work. And uh, every every five years, I can do like a sabbatical, a three month sabbatical. So I'm gonna this September. I'm doing a three month sabbatical. I'm gonna ride my bike uh, to Dallas and then to California and back, back to Detroit. Very cool. That is awesome, man. That is gonna be such a blast. Long journey like that, unbelievable. You gotta come stop in New Mexico too, brother. Oh yeah, I will. I definitely will. I'm just putting putting out in the universe now, uh, so I, so people can hold me account uh, accountable and ask me questions about it, how I'm gonna prepare, all this stuff, because like. I'm really, really new. Like as far as riding my bike, I just like ride my bike to the grocery store or something, or just just ride around for just to have fun. Uh, but I've never done like extensive bike packing trips or anything like that. So I'm gonna that's what I'm focused on this year. Uh, outside of like you know doing races, doing some Spartan races and training, and getting more into rock climbing and stuff. Uh, I'm just gotta put it out in the universe. Yeah, I recommend you get a good a good butt guard. Or a good butt pad. I think they call them chamois. Don't they call that what the shorts are? Chamois or something? I don't know. I always call them bike shorts, but he's going to need more than that. I that's Dan went on a run, and I rode my bike. I rode his bike next to him, and my butt was on fire for two days. I'm like, man, I don't think I've been. I haven't been cycling enough. So get. I would say put a sponge between your legs. Or something. I'll, get, I'll, get a, I'll get a few sponges. That's, yeah, that's, that's a that's a really great goal, man, and that's incredible that uh, you have that opportunity to take some time off from work. That is a, a very rare thing, and uh, good for you to take advantage of it. Yeah, definitely, and I feel like um, just just because of all like the stuff, um, like the last like couple years, you know, wanting to like move or like seek more adventures, and just like kind of feeling stuck in in, in, in a lot of senses, just to kind of get out there and experience this adventure and having the opportunity to do it is going to be, uh, I can't fucking wait. And I'm nervous, scared and excited and all that at the same time. <laughs> well, if, so, if you need, if you need any resources, I've actually, I've got a couple of friends who have done long cross country type bike tours. So you, you let me know and, uh, I'll put you in contact. Um, at, yeah, Three friends I can think of right now off the top of my head that, that have done that. And I think there was another buddy of mine who did something similar. But um, Yeah, that'd be that would be awesome. I love that. And you know, I mean, for my AT experience, I'm all about the long journey, man. I, I think oh, yeah. having that chance to get out for uh an extended period of time and just see how simple life can be when everything's just uh, on your back or on your bike saddles, you know? Yeah. That is really, sure. really cool. So what are some of the highlight things that you're in your brain that you're thinking about for this trip? Um, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to say. Cause I, I was like looking up routes and looking up like, uh, people who've done like a cross cross country bike trips and stuff. And I mean, it's a lot of stuff. A lot of, I've watched a lot of like, like vlogs or YouTube videos on these people doing it. And I think I haven't going to have like routes, like kind of planned out and have like some backup plans, but I think most of the part is going to just kind of go with the flow because you can't control every aspect of it. And if I'm trying to control everything, then then so, if something goes wrong, then it's going to ruin my trip, and I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, so I'm kind of gonna wing it a little bit, but I have like some plans set. That's awesome. And is are there going to be any uh, kind of other themes to the trip? Like try to hit a bunch of uh, national parks or go see historically cool stuff around the country as you ride. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely gonna do that. I'm gonna map out. Um, some of the national parks, uh, state parks. Um, we, we, it's like, we have a, a lot of friends, like kind of all, all sprinkled out throughout the country. Um, so kind of like 
seeing them and like having them show me like local people show me like meeting just meeting new people um just like maybe try to volunteer in a couple of places too yeah you've got the time there's no rush i mean uh, you've got three months yeah live it up you know you yeah, find a little town you want to hang out in meet some cool people that's incredible yeah. man oh i'm really excited for you oh you got me super jacked up now that's right hey. that's that's why i want to do it I have some questions. I have some questions on this. Um, so you're going to potentially be leaving some money on the table by not working for three months. Correct. Right. So Correct. how are you? How are you planning this financially, and where where are you going to be living? Because I know your lease is up in the place that you rent here pretty soon. But where are you going to be living at this time, and what's what's the plan around rent and things like that? Um, I have like. I have a little bit of uh, idea about that. Like you sublease my apartment or um, kind of just get, get rid of my apartment and like put some stuff in storage and just move back in with my parents for like, like the, like a month or two before I go um, or yeah, or sublease my place or just, just continue to keep my place and then just um, use some of the money that I saved just to pay for like the three months that I'm gone. Okay. And like out. your car payment as well. Like you put money aside for that, I assume. Yep. Yep. So that's always like, and, and you've got the time to plan. I mean, like you said, you're going to do this in September. You can live lean until then, you know, to really save away the money. Oh, yeah. You know, just go on that peanut yeah, butter and jelly right. and ramen noodle diet, bro. Just <laughs> That's right. That's One thing right. about Pat is he fucker lives lean as it is. He's a, tight He's a fucking tightwad. Try, try to get anything out of him. Won't happen. Won't happen. <laughs> oh, man. That's no, he brutal. did pay for That's it. Brutal, he paid for it. He paid for an Uber. I have to give him credit. He paid for an Uber. I paid one way. It was twelve dollars. He paid on the way back. It was twenty three. So I'm feeling, feeling pretty good about that. No, Pat. Is, there, is there some yeah. is there some old uh, money owed situation that I that I'm not aware of between you two? Mark getting pretty salty about the cash right now. Easy, no, buddy. I don't. <laughs> I don't owe anybody any money. Uh, I don't think Pat, Pat doesn't no, owe me any no. money either. We uh, we just you know what what's Pat is mine and what's mine is Pat's, dude. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. It's like I'll pay for something or whatever. He'll just be like, all right, I'll get the next thing or whatever. I'm like, all right, well, whatever, dude. It's like you know, not like too, we're not too like, worried about that kind of all thing. All right, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So, yeah. what are you gonna do training wise to get yourself ready to be on a bike for <clears throat> hundreds of miles over multiple days? Yeah, it's, it's funny you ask. I've been, uh, I'm just getting back more into like running, so I've been uh, running a lot more and uh, hitting the hitting the the cycle at the gym. I know uh, I actually know some people who do like cycling classes, so I'm gonna do some more of those just to kind of get used to actually being on being on the bike until like I can actually start riding outside mm -hmm. more. And it's not like blizzarding outside like it was today. Um. Until like I can actually start put my bike on the pavement and then like going uh, doing like some longer trips um, and actually camping out and doing some stuff. Yeah, because there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of dimensions to this. It's not just the training to be on a bike. It's the the idea of okay, now I got to pull in somewhere, set up camp. So there's multiple skills and disciplines you're going to have to uh, start learning for this trip. Yeah, I mean, luckily, like I've like I've camped and i like, done stuff like that like like my entire life so that like camping and all that stuff and living rug is not is not uncommon for me very cool 
very cool. Well, that's cool. What uh? So tell us about some of the races you have planned too. Yeah. So before before September, I'd like to you know I want to do. I was looking at some um, some Spartan races. Um, the one it's in Toronto. There's one in um, Chicago that I'd like to do. Um, now I was looking at some other some other like ra- like trail races too. Um, so one of the trail races I saw, I mean, I, like, and I was looking at, oh, I, I also a high rocks in Dallas. So that's coming up in February. I think it'd be kind of sweet. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be racing that. But... Yeah. So that's something that I was looking at. I would love to oh, come yeah. down. Please do. Um, so th- those are cool. So what's the plan with the Spartan racing? Like, are you trying to qualify for well, like what distances are you trying to run or just all distances or <laughs> yeah, all, all distances. Um, I know we did we did the the super couple like yeah basically two years ago now. Um, and I want to do I want to do a sprint and then get get the get the beast oh. and yeah and then basically just do everything until uh, basically I'm I'm gonna until I frick off. Okay. Do you plan on training while you're on the road? I don't like I don't know how this works. It's probably more of a survival thing, right? Like. Uh, um, I don't know how much like 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 legit training I'll be able to do. Like probably some, probably there's probably be like a few days like where I'm going to be able to, where I'm staying with friends or be able to like rock climb or whatever, just hit some random gyms. Probably I might just get like a Planet Fitness membership since it's like super cheap and they're everywhere, and it's like a nice place to like, go work out and take a shower and stuff. So okay, it's a pretty good plan. Well, that's cool. So, Michael, we know you got something really big coming up this year. Uh, yeah, man. In, in the Boston yeah. Marathon, blood, sweat, and tears to get to this point. Oh, my God. A lot of hard work, Mark. A lot of hard work. Yeah, so April 20th uh, is the Boston Marathon. Super pumped. Got my flights all booked, hotel, everything. Um, awesome. Yeah, 420. Man, I know. I know. <laughs> Could it be a better day? The, the, and it's uh, it's recreationally month, legal month, in Massachusetts. I do want to point that out. It is recreationally legal in Massachusetts, so not breaking any laws. Um, yeah, Perfect. but going to plan on uh, you know Mark and I have you know you we've been talking about what the training is going to be like leading up to that. We're I think about fifteen weeks out. Um, I tweaked my my little hip groin injury back in early December because I foolishly went and played basketball with some guys. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just couldn't resist. Um, played a little basketball, tweaked it, so I took some time off. But I put in two really solid weeks of running um, over the holiday break. So, yeah, I saw yeah, that. It's feeling awesome. really good, and um, got out on uh, the Sandia Ridge the other day for a crazy hike. So legs are feeling good. I'm feeling strong. So looking forward to this training cycle for the Boston Marathon, and can't wait for that day and to celebrate. I mean. I just can't wait to go get my jacket. I'm I'm just pumped. I'm pumped for Boston, man. Yeah, um, I'm so I'm excited to see you know where you're at now because you earned it and you worked so hard for it. And I'm really excited that we're going to go over all the training and everything in our in our next podcast. So that's really exciting. Um, just laying out basically 12 weeks uh, as a guideline to Boston, and we're going to lay it out for everybody. So going to go really in detail, us three on the podcast, and we're going to lay out basically 12 week. Um, training cycle up to Boston. So it'll be really fun because we'll be able to go over it in detail. And I think it'll be really helpful for the, for the listeners and anybody who's interested in that. So that'll be really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we'll, uh, I'll, I'll make sure to keep social media and stuff like that up to date. So in between podcasts and stuff, people can follow along and see the journey and kind of see what it takes, uh, to, to train for a marathon and, 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 you know, try to run it at a pretty good clip. Um, just to show everybody that, uh, a lot of these goals to get into a Boston marathon or to, you know, run a certain time goal, you know, you can do it, um, while also having a, you know, a pretty busy work life and, and, uh, you know, life at home and all that stuff. It's just, it's all about discipline and putting in the work. So looking forward to that. Um, and then after Boston, we'll see, uh, I'm probably going to have to have hip surgery after Boston because my doctor has been telling me I've needed to do that since last February to replace my, uh, labrum. So, um, we'll rehab after Boston and then there's a big trail race here, uh, locally in New Mexico. I think it's called the Mount Taylor 50 K. Um, and that's in September. So I, I kind of want to do my rehab and then see if I could work up to be able to do that. There's also another race uh, up the Luz Trail here in New Mexico. Um, so, you know, I, I want to try to get out and do a couple trail races, but uh, I'm also just excited to get out and explore New Mexico because it's just absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. Really enjoying it here. So that's the plan for me 2020 running wise. Boston, yeah. surgery, couple trail races. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'd be interested in maybe seeing if I could come out for that 50K um, and see if, yeah, just throw down, see if we can race. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. At least the, the altitude will be the equalizer for you and I. I might be able to keep up with you because of altitude. <laughs> All right. We will have to see. We'll have to see. Um, you know, you're a pretty good trail runner, so I, I think I think you have a good chance. Um <laughs> You know, it's it's interesting. I see like a lot of people um, making different goals for 2020 and stuff like that, and it gets me kind of fired up. So that's why I ask those questions. But it's uh, that's those are some like really exciting things for me. I love to see people. I know like people say, well, you make resolutions and they fall off and whatever. And for a lot of people, they do fall off or whatever. But some people are legitimately right now changing their lives for the positive. Um, mm -hmm. And it's something that's going to, they're going to change their life and they're going to motivate five of their friends or something to change their life. And it's something that's so beautiful. So I hate all the negative ass fucking people who are like, well, news resolutions, or there's more people in my gym or anything like that. Like if there's someone new in your gym and, and they're in your way or they don't know gym etiquette or something like that, just be nice to them and, and show them because we were all new too. I just, I can't stand the negativity because this is such a positive time of year. It's like a clean slate. Yeah. Right, yeah, and and like there's a lot of people that that go to the gym for the first time because this is their New Year's resolution, and they're very like scared and they don't know really know what to do and they're like self conscious about stuff. So you just got to be nice. Like people are there, you know, for a reason. So you gotta yeah, nice I think I think universally, like one New Year's resolution for all of us and not just us three, because I know that, but just everybody in general should be just don't be a turd and don't act like this to people because you know what, this could be something that's really impactful for them. And I always say, I wish the year didn't roll over um, because in business, the fiscal year rolls over and people take their foot off the brake or whatever it is, or take their foot off the gas. And I, I hate that, but at the same time, it does provide this kind of clean slate thing. And uh, so this is really cool. And so I think this is a good time and I absorb all this and I like, I grow off of it and I, and I feed from it. And so like when people are pumped up, it gets me extra pumped up and then Brittany gets mad because I have trouble sleeping at night because I'm so fired up. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and Mark, yeah, to come back sure. to what you That's... said and, uh, you know, people setting goals and, 
um, worrying about, oh, am I going to be able to keep this going throughout the year? Sometimes putting it out there like we're doing right now, saying, you know, I'm going to take the time off to do this bike ride that I've always wanted to do or, you know, train for this race or do this or do that. Sometimes it's really good to just get it out there in the universe. And then you've kind of got uh, accountability buddies everywhere on your social hey. media, you know, keeping you motivated and keeping you going, saying like, hey, man, keep pushing, keep pushing. I get messages like that. I'm sure you guys get that every once in a while on IG, people saying like, way to go, keep pushing. So, you know, that positivity, spread that. I agree with you, Mark. Yeah, it's be beautiful. More positive. That's right. That's right. And what I, what I will say is I, I want to get into some of these things that I'm going to use and that maybe that you guys are going to use as well to kind of make uh, 2020 the best year of your life. And I want to get into that. But first, I just want to talk about uh, just what I have planned for this year because it's a complete change of pace from what I've been doing. So I'm kind of excited and I want to talk about it really quick. Um, the first thing is I have uh, decided to uh, kind of sign a deal to be an Enduro Elite, uh, elite athlete. So, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, congrats, yeah. that's man. awesome, Mark. Congratulations. They're uh, one of my dream dream companies they're my you know my favorite sports nutrition like full-on sports nutrition uh company and as i'm kind of gearing more towards uh working in more uh i guess you would say dynamic training and 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 really rebuilding myself as an athlete or reinventing myself as an athlete i they're they're a brand with a with a vision that i align with and i've been using their products for for well over a year now and i truly love them so i'm really happy to be um to, to get off of that spot and um, it was nothing to do with spring energy whom I love. Uh, it was just this, um, this was kind of a shakeup or, or change of pace that I needed, uh, to help me kind of push towards my goals in, in 2020. Um, and with that being said, I think 2020 for me is about reinventing myself as, as an athlete. Um, you know, I spent years building myself up to be this kind of bodybuilder figure. And then I spent years tearing myself down to try to be as small as I could. And I hit this point where I'm like, I don't want to starve myself and I don't want to, you know, so I just accepted that that's who I was. And, and I love working out. I, I mean, like working out was my, like weight training was my first ever love. Like, and uh, it feels really good to be doing that. And in all of 2019, I was weight training a lot and I put on some muscle and maybe gained some pounds. I don't really know, uh, but I got leaner and it was good. It didn't hurt my running at all. And, and now I want to add more just to make myself a more dynamic athlete. And I want to compete in some things like high rocks games, um, the new Spartan deck of fit uh, and some, and some Spartan races and things like that to really, uh, to really challenge myself in other ways. And I want to do some, some kind of crazy things with trail racing too. I just want to really do some, some kind of really gnarly trail races and some really more challenging ones. I just really want to get out of my comfort zone this year and not just race the, the road 50 K, which I've done really well over the last few years. I want to, you know, or, or, or trail 50 Ks and things like that. I want to really get into some tough, some tough stuff. And I want to push myself to my limits. And as I've always said, I don't give a shit about, about times. I don't care about anything like that. Like I used to be obsessed with, breaking 16 minutes in the 5k and you know i ran like 1611 on my fourth 5k or whatever and like i went from 1930 to 1611 in a few months and i'm just like this isn't fun for me i ran 116 in my first half marathon i was like can i run 106 can i run 107 maybe but it's i don't want to do what's required because i want to be a well-balanced athlete so that's always been my my drive and you know now i'm finally pursuing that and it feels really good that's awesome, Mark. I, I, I love the goals uh, that you're laying down. I think 
the idea of the, the reinvention of yourself as an athlete is a really cool and exciting prospect and a journey that I'll be excited to follow along and hopefully join in on some adventures with you, man. Oh yeah. Thank you, man. It's like, I just, I can't, I've never been the person to go around and chase times and chase results because if you're, if you're trying to run a certain time, there are things that are going to put that out of the window. Like Pat and I just experienced there's, there's weather, there's things like that, that stop you. You know, there could be ice on the ground, whatever it is, the course could be long. It doesn't even matter. Um, and then, you know, there could be like, if you're just doing it to win a race, well, like, like I could go to most local races and win the race, but then, you know, maybe Sage Candidate could show up and, and then beat me. Uh, but that doesn't mean anything. The effort is what's important. Uh, so I don't, I, I'd never have, and I don't want to define myself by wins and losses. Um, because when I win, a, when I win a race, if I didn't give my all, I just feel empty. I'd rather, I'd rather come in second or fifth or ninth and know that I left everything on the course because I'm getting the most of myself. And that's the mission for me for 2020 is I want to get the most out of myself and I want to be stronger than ever. In 2019, I said it too. And I, and I was stronger than ever, but I want to take it to the next level this year. That's really awesome. I I love the part about you you just talking about not caring as much about the times. And that for me is something that I'm excited to kind of shift away from once Boston's out of the way. Um, Because everything was so much about the times. And when I was out on a hike uh, on Friday up on the ridge, you know, we hit some really deep snow. I'm up to my waist and I'm looking down at my watch and I'm like worried about my pace as we're hiking. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why, like, why am I checking my watch right now? Like, I'm on a hike that I know is just going to be grueling and take all day. Why am I freaking out that we're 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 moving at like a 50 minute mile pace right now? Like, take it easy, you know. So I think that shift away um, is something. I, maybe I'll feed off you on that one, Mark, and and follow your example through 2020. I, I, that's another goal of yours that I I find really great, really interesting. Well, thanks, Michael. I think you know you can look at it like, are you are you, are you Michael, the, you know, Michael Benvenuto, the 259 marathoner, or are you Michael Benvenuto, like the husband, the, uh, I don't, I don't know what your exact title is at work, but, um, but even aside from that, the adventurer, you know, you're not, you're not a number, like we're not given this barcode, like, you know, I'm not, not Mark Bottenhorn, three twenty eight fifty K run. Like, I don't, that's stupid. I would rather be Mark Bonhorn, the coach, Mark Bonhorn, the father, Mark Bonhorn, the husband, you know? Um, and, and with that being said, like, I, I don't, I was always so ruled by, by numbers and things like that, but like that doesn't define anybody's worth. So it's, it's good to move away from it because who, at the end of the day, who cares how fast you can run in a circle or run through the woods. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all, it's trivial to everybody except for you. Right, and and the two of you guys, the thing is, and other listeners to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the crazy thing is, though, it's like I've known Mark uh, like a very long time, and this is like a complete difference of how he is now versus how he was like I don't know five years ago, ten years ago. You know, even even some even some would say maybe like last year, where he's focused on all these numbers and it's really nice to see that realization where, where you're enjoying the process and you're, and you're involving yourself in putting your hands in all these different kinds of things, you know, more well-rounded athlete, a better father, a better husband, all these things are coming it and, and all that other stuff like the numbers and that, and the metrics or whatever is kind of falling at the wayside. Yeah. Well, if you, if you define your worth off running a 1535 K and you run into a headwind, uh, much like Pat and I did on new year's Eve, strong 28 mile an hour headwind. Um, 
And then you finish that race and you say, well, shit, I ran a minute and a half slower. Like, well, then I'm a piece of shit based off your standards, because to be, to be great, you have to run this certain time, right. but that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Um, like what really, how gently you live and how you treat others and the impact you can have on other people um, is to me outweighs any of that. And yeah, like 10 years ago and 15 years ago, even uh, we've known, you've known me for a long time. You um, know, even five years ago, like I wanted to smash everybody at everything I did at all costs and I was win at all costs. Um, I wouldn't cheat, but I was pretty much win at all costs. And I was a, I was a, I was a sore loser and um, all these things because I defined myself on winning and I define myself on a time. So if I, if I wasn't winning and you can imagine in team sports, how challenging that is because you like, you're not, it's not just you. It's a whole team that you're dependent on for success. And if I'm not winning, then I'm, I'm basically like a loser in my mind. So I'm so glad I shifted away from that too. And and now I realize and just embrace, the, you know, embrace the adventure that uh, life is. And so now if there's something that's challenging, like if one of my friends calls me and says, dude, let's do an Ironman, I'll probably do it. Or if they say, you know, hey, let's try to swim to this or do this Jackson Hole triathlon or or climb this or hike this. And I, I'm going to do it because that's what I want to do. Um, you know, I do have some concrete goals, though, still. I'd still like to make a top performance in the 50K uh, for a third year in the row in, in North America. So I'd like to do that, run a fast 50K this year again. And I'm, you know, I'm still competitive. Um, I would like to run my first 100-mile race this year. And I'd like it to be Leadville if I can get in through uh, – through through winning a golden ticket at the Austin Rattler race, but if I can't, then uh, maybe the Stagecoach 100 from basically Flagstaff to the Grand Canyon will be my my first hundred mile race. Um, so that's you know the concrete thing is I wanna I wanna do those things. I wanna do high rocks. I wanna do uh, some OCR stuff and be and, and try to excel at it. But it's not going to define me at the end of the day because the things I'm doing outside of it, the family things I'm doing, the career things I'm doing, and the coaching is another thing. Uh, so those two things. They just have me so fired up that no matter what I do in, in running, like nothing can take away from it. Cause I love those things way more than I love racing. So. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's like so exciting to see. Um, and it's to be a part of it. And also like, it's, it's nice to have like people around you who are pushing yourself through to these limits or you're pushing yourself past your limits. Um, if we didn't have those people like by us, uh, you know, to find that uh, internal motivation so it can sometimes be hard but when you got friends like me and michael like telling you to uh, get your fucking shit together you know you're probably gonna get your fucking yeah shit together. It, it helps to surround yourself uh with people that you look up to and i very much look up to both of you guys and you know that and another thing is that michael and and uh my both of our fathers they kind of had this mentality like how'd you do here did you win? Like, that's always the first thing that they ask. And my dad still asks all the time, like, did you win the race? And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I had fun, you know, like, and so like growing yeah. up, like my father is a great person and, and he's been one of the biggest influences in my life and provided me with so much, but he did put a huge emphasis on winning. And I think because of that, I kind of drew myself worth from it. And I think Michael can identify to some degree with that too. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and you and I have had that conversation about how we had to shift away from that, but yeah, and what's been nice in the continue, you know, the growing relationship with my with my dad is like, once I identified that that stuff was going on, I brought it up to him and I said, you know, hey dad, I, do you notice that this is how you react when I talk to you about certain things? Like these are the these are the things you say after I I tell you, oh, I just went and ran this five k, or or I I had a basketball tournament this past weekend, or I did this or I did that, and you're always asking about did I win? Did I come in first? Um, 
you know, so I've, we've kind of grown together in our relationship to shift away from that, that way of thinking and have it be more experience-based and how'd you feel about it and things like that. Um, so yeah, I've, I've experienced the same thing, Mark, and um, it definitely takes worth, uh, work um, and, and that like internal growth to kind of push yourself past that mindset. It, it is possible. It, it definitely is. Yeah. And my mission now is when uh, Maya is of the proper age, I'm going to not say, hey, did you win? Hey, did you did you do well? I'm going to say, did you have fun? And mm-hmm. uh, that's something I'm going to focus on. And if, she, if the first thing that she says is no, then I'm going to say, well, why are we doing it? And we're going to look at something else because um, I want her to live a life that's that's filled with passion. I don't want her to define herself on outcomes. So, yeah, you're a great dad. You're you're Definitely. a good role model, Mark. Hell of a friend. Well, I'm glad I have you in my life. Ah, a lot of love well, in hearts today. New Year's 2020. 2020. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. No, no, that's great. And I, I think it's worth a quick discussion. You know, how are we going to, you know, like what are we going to do to put our plans into action for this year? Um, and I can tell you for me that it's two things that are, that are pretty simple that really keep me going and I'm going to continue them this year. So not a huge change there because the mission's still the same. I want to be the best version of myself independent of race results, independent of outcomes. I want to control what I can control and be the best at the best at bringing my, the best of myself. So if you do race me this year, my thing is that if you're going to beat me, that's fine because you're a better runner, better athlete, better, whatever you had a better day, but you're going to hurt in doing so. So I'm going to, I'm going to push myself to the absolute limits and be the, bring out the most mental strength I can. And um, the two things that I'm going to do for that are, one, I'm going to ask myself every day, pretty much we make a couple thousand, even more than a couple thousand, tens of thousands of decisions every day, right? Um, and before I make some of these decisions, I'm going to ask myself, is what I'm doing right now or what I'm about to do getting me closer to my goals, whether it's career, family, or training? Um, and if it means that going to Taco Bell, um, even if I'm not ordering cheese, is that getting me closer to my goal? The answer is no, then I'm not going to do it. Um, you know, or, or, or getting up in the middle of the night to try to try to eat like 10 tablespoons of peanut butter. Like that's not getting me closer to my goal. So I'm not going to do it. Um, and then transversely, I'm going to also try to remember that basically there's two types of pain in the world. So for everybody listening here and us, I believe there's, there's really two types of pain and there's the, just the temporary pain of sacrifice and there's a permanent pain of regret. And I felt this permanent pain of regret so many times in my life that I don't ever want to feel it again. Um, So I'd rather sacrifice. I'd rather temporarily feel pain in training so I don't feel that disappointment again. There have been times I've cut corners training. There's been times I've cut corners with nutrition and and, and just outside of training too. And I've paid for it with, with regret and guilt. And, you know, I want to continue on the path that I'm not doing that. And I've been working on it for, for, for a year and a half or so, and I'm going to continue working on it this year. So for me, that's those, those two things are going to be a key for me, I think. Yeah. That's, yeah. Can that's I just, perfect. can I just well copy said. yours? That was awesome. That was really well said. Did you write yours down in advance of the podcast? No, I'm sitting in the passenger seat of my car. <laughs> I just, I just literally got back to Dallas about, 35 minutes before I jumped on this podcast. And like I said, last night I was curled up in a fetal position with, uh, with, with, with the chills and a bunch of body aches and I'm still not feeling well. 2020 has been rough to start. 
you know, my, my wife's brand new Jeep, uh, had an electronical issue. It was under warranty, but it still held us back. Uh, we got out of Michigan late. Uh, my wife got the stomach flu and was throwing up on new year's. Uh, so she didn't ring in her new year's in a, in a great way. She could barely move. Um, so we had some, we had some tough start, a tough start, but, but you know what? 2020 is going to be great. And a, four, four tough days aren't going to, aren't going to mess anything up. So I'm here and I'm ready to go. Yeah. So. Well, I'm, I'm excited for 2020. Perfect. I'm excited to uh, go on another journey with you guys this year and see what we can accomplish and see who we can inspire. If anybody needs a little extra push, you can always get in touch with all of us on Instagram. I'm sure, uh, uh, I'd echo you guys by saying that uh, we're always out there willing to help and help motivate and provide that positive reinforcement. If you're not getting it from somewhere else in your life, uh, please send us and send us a note. We'll be there for you. Yeah, I get, I get dozens of messages every day on Instagram from people I've never met or never talked to. Um, I get people in comments. I promise you, I never do not respond to anybody unless they're being a troll um, and sometimes I even still respond to them because I try to convince them to like me for some reason, but I, <laughs> I will, I will literally talk to anybody. Um, I will bounce ideas off anybody. I will do anything I can to help anybody, even at the detriment of my own time. So please reach out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and don't be scared to hold us accountable if, uh, you know, like, are you just to like, come in and say, Hey, are you, uh, are you accomplishing your goals? Are you, what you said on the podcast? And uh, if I don't, if I give you a shitty answer, like call me out. <laughs> we're we're going to keep up on you. We need to make sure your butt's in that bike seat a lot. Of, a lot of the time this, this start of this year. So you can start building up some calluses back there. <laughs> yeah. Your prostate's going to be mad at you. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think this is a great way to kick off the year guys. And uh, you know, Mark, um, thanks for putting this together and Pat uh, appreciate you guys. Looking forward to the new year, and uh, maybe we should let Mark go get some rest uh, and, and get settled into his house after his long trip. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm excited to get some of these bean burritos I always make. I'm back home. I, you know what? I have to go to Austin uh, this uh, a couple in a couple days, and I have to go to Houston all next week. But I do not care. I'm in Dallas right now. I'm going to eat my burritos. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy my time here. I missed it here while I was in Detroit, um, but I, I loved it there. But I'm so happy to be back. I'm so fired up. I'm so ready to get back to work, and I'm getting over the sickness right now. In the morning, I'm going to be out there getting in the training. So I'm fired up. I'm excited for 2020. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to go. We got big things we want to do, and there ain't nothing to it but to do it. Amen. Amen, brother. Oh, and, and before back. I go, before I sign off, I'm on, a, I'm on a bit of a tangent right now, but I want to say one thing, and I'm not going to mention this person, and I'm not saying this to insult them, but I ha- I've, since, I've been, since I was a bodybuilder back in 2008 to 2012-ish range, um, I had this one guy who sent me a friend request or whatever, so I'm, and for some reason, I'm still friends with him, and he says the same thing every year, all the time, I'm going to be a physique pro, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. He never actually puts it in motion. And then I, so today I got annoyed by one of his posts. So I said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go look at his profile. And I looked at it and I scrolled back to October and he, and he said on the 28th, I haven't been to the gym in 19 days, but I'm here now and I'm working out. And I said, well, good for you. Then I scrolled back a couple more posts and he said, I haven't been in the gym in 14 days, but I'm here working out. And this was like on the 11th. So I'm like, this guy worked out two times in October. Okay. And I'm like, you're not going to be a professional bodybuilder working out two times in a month. 
And so I almost messaged him and said, hey, get your act together and you got to go to the gym 28 times a month or whatever it is. And you got to get your nutrition on par. But I said, I can't, I'm, he didn't ask me for this. I shouldn't lecture him. But I guess what I'm saying in short is don't be that guy because I know that he wants to do it. And I'm not taking anything away from him because things can be hard. And if you have a really big goal, like it seems unrealistic that he'll be a professional bodybuilder, but you know what? If you have an unrealistic goal, I think those are the best goals, but you have to go for them. So this is your time. There's a lot of year left and it's leap year. So you get an extra day. So this is the year that you can kick it in motion and get it done. And, and, and I'd love to see everybody accomplish the things that they want to. Um, so don't sit back and wait for it to come to you because it's not going to come to you. And if you want to, if you want to go to the Olympic trials and run the marathon, the Olympic trials, you got to more run more than two times in a month. So if, uh, you guys are following me on this. Oh yeah. All right. No, We're with you. All right. Well, that's, that's the end of my yeah. reign. I'm just saying, if you want it, go out and get it because it's yours. It's there. You can get it. Just got to do it. Ain't nothing to it, but to do it. Yeah. And and don't be don't be scared to message me and and tell me your goals or anything like that because you get in order for you to tell people it's putting that in the universe and it's going to make you want to do it more and do it more and then you want to actually accomplish it because you're telling people about it and then you have to, you want to li- leave you want to live up to what you're saying so you have that word as bond so it, just put it in your universe accomplish your goals yep. and people say if you put your goals out you're less likely to accomplish them because you feel accomplished because you're doing it i don't believe that because i'll tell you what what you think you become, and if, if, if you believe it, you can achieve it. So you just got to get out there and do it. And I'll go back to my old phrase, ain't nothing to it but to do it. I learned it from Ronnie Coleman. Big Ron Coleman, amen. All right. Well, thank you guys, Cheers, guys. for allowing me the time to get on this podcast, and uh, we'll see you next week for, for uh, Michael's uh, Boston Marathon training plan. Sweet. Thanks. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Finding Strong Podcast. We truly appreciate all of your comments, your shares, and your ratings. But more than anything, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to today's episode. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the other major podcast apps. And if you haven't already, feel free to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Let us know what you want to hear next. So many great requests already. Until next time, stay strong. Holla, holla, sit down, holla, holla, be humble, holla, sit down, holla, holla.